Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Ottawa announces long-awaited support for the dairy industry after signing the TPP and the European trade deal. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Wantress, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Increasing cloudiness, 30% chance of showers late this afternoon and tonight with risk of a thunderstorm. Wind northwest 30, gusting to 50. The high today 26, the low 10. Tomorrow partly cloudy. Wind west 30, gusting to 50. The high 20, the low 6 degrees. Partly cloudy Sunday with a high 24, the low 7. Monday sunny, the high 26, the low 6. Tuesday sunny, the high 23, the low 10. Wednesday sunny, the high 28, the low 14. Thursday's outlook sunny. The high near 29. Normal high is 25 for this date. The normal low is 9. The sun rose at 5.48 this morning. It sets at 8.18 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is yellow grass at 27 degrees. The cold spot, Key Lake up north at 10. Estevan is 27. Saskatoon, 21. Swift Current, 19. Weyburn, also 27. Yorkton is 26. Cloudy in Regina, 25. That's 77 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west, southwest at 14. Humidity is 43%. The barometer dropping 100.5. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, 24 degrees. Winds are from the west, northwest, 18, gusting to 31. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 25. That's 77 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit GowanCanada.com for more information. The federal government has announced $1.75 billion for almost 11,000 Canadian dairy farmers over the next eight years. The money is compensation for the new TPP and European trade agreements. In the first year, dairy farmers will get $345 million in direct payments in proportion to their dairy quota. The policy manager for Sask Milk, Joy Smith, says the 165 dairy farmers in Saskatchewan will receive about $10 million this year. Saskatchewan represents about 2.9% of the Canadian dairy market. For example, an 80-cow operation will receive a payment of $28,000 in the first year. Terms and conditions for future years will be worked out with the Dairy Farmers of Canada. Smith says the support is welcome news. Dairy farmers in Canada and Saskatchewan are really satisfied with the announcement, Jim. It's, it's really in line with what was expected and what was negotiated. So you see it is enough? 
Uh, we do, and the reason for that is because this is based on actual math that was done in a working group between the government, the industry, and the processing sector to actually calculate the losses due to the loss of market share. And so it was really, it, it's a math-based formula. That's how this was come to. It's very similar to the announcement that was made by the, the previous Conservative government, if you recall, after they had negotiated TPP for the same reasons, because it really is, it's, it's based on some actual math. Is it a good idea, though, spread over eight years? Well, you know, it's it's one of those things where those things are open to negotiation, and uh, I believe that spreading it over the years is not a bad idea because most of these trade agreements are sort of phased in over several years anyways. So, for example, there's a phase-in from the initial implementation of the trade deal until the full impact is had. And so it makes sense for that reason to have these to have this compensation and mitigation sort of spread out over several years. $28,000 for an 80-cow operation. How many Saskatchewan farmers would qualify for something like that? All of the farmers in Saskatchewan will qualify for some compensation. The compensation is going to be on a per-share basis, so to speak. So all farmers across Canada that are, that are currently actively dairy farming will be eligible for their share of this money. And so a smaller farm will get less than a larger farm and that kind of thing. So, I mean, we can talk in averages and we kind of do always do that because it, it gives an idea. But really, our farm sizes range from quite small to, to quite a bit larger. So it's going to depend on the size of the farm. I understand there's going to be even more after the Canada-U.S.-Mexico trade deal is ratified? That's what's anticipated, yes. Once that agreement is ratified, then discussions would start for mitigation based on those numbers. And so, again, the numbers would have to be calculated, the numbers would have to be crunched for, for a final total to come out. So, in summary, you're, you're pleased or happy with the $345 million payment this year for dairy farmers? Yes, it's a very good start. The, as I said, it's based on the math that was done, and so that, that total payout is reasonable. Uh, everybody on all sides sort of agreed to it, and it's it's reasonable going forward. And, and farmers are looking forward to uh, taking this money and using it towards innovation and growing the industry and, you know, getting better. Frankly, that's where a lot of this money is going to be used by our farms. This funds goes to dairy farmers, but you see some of these funds will be used for expansion of the dairy industry? Absolutely. Uh, farmers are, are knowing that we're in a growing, innovative industry, and so they, they're going to be spending a lot of this money on growth and expansion and developing our processing sector and developing our industry. And so that's a really, you know, that's a really important point to make, is that all of this money is getting reinvested back into Canada. Even though you've lost market share because of these trade agreements, you still see the dairy industry expanding. That's right. We really do. And and it's because Canadians have told us time and time again that they really want Canadian milk and they want Canadian products and they're very supportive of the Canadian sector. And so we're still looking at new ways to innovate and processors are looking at new products and new ways to innovate all the time. And so we, we expect to continue to grow going forward. Joy Smith is the policy manager for Sask Milk. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. A new study will see if a device called an exoskeleton can be used to minimize back stress and strain on the farm. Catherine Trask is an associate professor in the Canadian Centre for Health and Safety in Agriculture located at the University of Saskatchewan. 
Trask describes what an exoskeleton looks like and does. It is almost like a brace someone can put on and adjust so the straps fit close to their body. There's a pad on the chest and pad on the thighs, and it's connected by rigid steel structure into a connection at the hips. This device at the hips has a, it's almost like a spring in it that as you bend forward, when you're wearing the exoskeleton, it can support your body as you're going forward. And as you go to stand up and maybe pick something up, it provides you a little bit of extra lift. So if folks are doing very heavy work, then this exoskeleton device could help support their back and support their posture if they're doing things that are either heavier than they would normally lift or if it's more repetitive and fatiguing. Trask says the exoskeleton is an emerging technology already used by some manufacturing industries. There are several different kinds of factories where folks would be using these out on the factory floor as they do very repetitive assembly tasks or maybe as they're lifting parts and pieces around. We're looking to study the exoskeleton device in agriculture and to our knowledge it hasn't been studied yet in a farming context. So it will be interesting to see how this device that's already used in one industry, how we can bring that into agriculture and see if it can work or if there's any modifications we need. Back pain is a common issue among middle-aged and older farmers. We know that the occupation of farming is associated with higher risks of back pain. So we did a a survey a few years ago of Saskatchewan farmers and found that almost 60% of them will have back pain in any given year. We also know that the average age of farmers in Canada is increasing. So the Canadian Agricultural Census tells us that we've got a group that is both at high risk for back pain and is also aging. So these two things working together provides a strong motivation for looking into different solutions that might be able to keep people productive and healthy and uh, kind of keep a sustainable agricultural workforce. Trask and her team are looking for a half dozen volunteers to test the exoskeleton during a one-day on-farm trial. We're looking for folks that are over 18 that don't currently have back pain that is limiting their work. We are uh, located at the University of Saskatchewan in the Canadian Centre for Health and Safety in Agriculture. So we'd be driving out from Saskatoon to visit different farms, bring the exoskeleton with us, uh, have folks try it on, do a few farm tasks and some other lifting tasks. A big part of the study is hearing from farmers what their opinion is. So now that they've tried it, how do they think it works? How do they think that it would need to be modified? And we're really learning a lot from the farmers that have participated so far. Trask outlines some of the comments about comfort. It can be tricky to kind of remove or change layers when the exoskeleton is on. So it means that there is, at least in hot weather, There's kind of an added step of taking the exoskeleton on and off if you wanted to take off your sweater, take off your long sleeve shirt, and and have lighter layers underneath. Catherine Trask is an associate professor in the Canadian Centre for Health and Safety in Agriculture at the U of S. Her team is studying if exoskeletons can be a useful device to prevent on-farm back injuries. They're looking for half a dozen volunteers to test the equipment. If you're interested, Trask can be contacted at 306 966 5544. The Canadian Beef Industry Conference is being held this week in Calgary. One session was how eating beef makes you healthy and saves the environment. There's been plenty of media coverage about plant-based diets,
but registered dietitian Carol Harrison says beef should still be eaten on a regular basis. This idea of a plant-based diet is sometimes pitting plant and animal foods against each other when in fact actually both belong on a healthy plate they're, and in their naturally nutrient-rich whole food states they're foods that we should be eating more often. So I would rather have consumers and people at home think about is is the food a whole food? You know, is it the food that is recognizable or is it an ultra-processed food? Because whether it's a plant or an animal uh, food, as soon as it gets ultra-processed, those are the kinds of things we want to curb in our diet. Harrison says consumers are being bombarded by information, some of it accurate and some of it misleading or untrue. Very often people just assume that we're eating too much red meat. So the assumption is that we're eating too much red meat and that it's not healthy or good for us. And you know, most Canadians are buying lean and they're trimming their fat. We're eating servings of about three a week, portions, maybe about 375 gram portions. That's about a deck of cards. So it's not an awful lot of meat. If you think we have 21 meals a week, that's only three of the 21. So the idea that you know maybe meat is not a healthy choice is something we're trying to dispel. It's one of the best choices for protein, for vitamin B12, zinc and iron. Registered dietitian Carol Harrison speaking to Rural Roots Canada at the Canadian Beef Industry Conference in Calgary. G3 Canada has officially opened a new high-throughput grain elevator in Maidstone about 425 kilometers northwest of Regina. G3 Canada says the terminal has fast truck unloads and a railway loop track that can quickly fill a 150-car train and keep grain moving to market. G3 Canada President Don Chapman says the terminal has a 42,000-ton capacity. G3 is building a Vancouver grain export terminal expected to be operational next year. It has five more elevators under construction in Alberta, with one due to open this year and the rest in 2020. The Nature Conservancy of Canada has announced three new land conservation projects. Two sites totaling almost 2,700 acres are in the Milk River Basin natural area of the southwest corner of the province. These grassland and wetland properties are in a designated important bird and biodiversity area. The area is home to many species, including 20 that are designated under Canada's Species at Risk Act, like the endangered greater sage-grouse. The other site is located along a river valley northwest of Regina. It's 1,400 acres and features a large block of native grassland and other habitat. Ten species within a 20-kilometer radius are listed under species at risk, including the burrowing owl. These landowners wish to remain anonymous and to respect their privacy. The Nature Conservancy is not releasing the exact locations. The conservation agreements with these property owners ensure the land will not be developed, subdivided, drained, or harvested. However, they will continue to be used for cattle grazing. These conservation projects are supported by the federal and provincial governments as well as other contributors. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose $1.40 at $410.96. Oats rose $278 at $167.10. Number one red spring wheat increased 42 cents at 202.69. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $239.51. Feed barley, 172.63. Flax, 464.93. Yellow peas, $220.47. Feed wheat, 127.78. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September wheat is up one and a half cents this morning at 504 and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574.
This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report, Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 150 on offer at our Tuesday regular sale. Cows and bulls were a majority of the market, the bull market. Lots of bulls start to show now. Them good bulls are going to bring from a dollar two to a dollar fifteen. Sales right up to a one twenty-two. The good cows are going to bring from eighty-eight to ninety-five. We had some cows just over a buck, but they were few and far between, and they were the high, high yielding kind of cows. Medium cows anywhere from seventy-eight right up to eighty-eight. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have a great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for Sig Five TCP BP Two. The price one eighty three thirty three per CKG, and for BP four TCP four, the payment one hundred eighty nine dollars nine cents per hundred kilograms. The outlook: increasing cloudiness, thirty percent chance of showers late this afternoon and tonight. Risk of a thunderstorm, gusty winds, the high twenty six, the low ten. Tomorrow partly cloudy, gusty winds, the high twenty, the low six. In Regina, cloudy and twenty five. That's seventy seven Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.